Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gears, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And folks, today I'm going to be talking about a few basic things about the game because I'm giving you a pre-game and post-game episode today uh, for the matchup against ECU, the season opener. And next week I'm getting back to my format of breaking down position group by position group. But this week there's been a lot going on. This has been a, a very exciting and very wild summer for me that I've had to kind of uh, – Piece some things together, long story short, and that's all right. But with that being said, we're, we're going back to um, the position group breakdowns day by day throughout the week, as well as any other updates. But for this game, I've been hearing a lot of people talk about the last 10 games and, oh, ODU upset Virginia Tech in the last 15. Um, you actually see that ECU's leading the rivalry and all that good stuff. So we're going to talk about all of that, as well as my predictions for this game. Stick around as we talk about all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Wolf Pack. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, folks, there seems to be a lot of, you know, the last 10 games, these teams are, are you know, uh, tied at five apiece and Dorn himself is two and two against ECU and all that. And, and so, you know, we're, we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into that and we're going to fully discuss some of the context there because I think that this game, it, I, I, I don't think that there's a ton of historical relevance uh, based on what we've seen in the past to this game for a multitude of reasons. So if we start off here on the most recent games that have happened in this uh, series between these two teams, you have two games that NC State has won by a combined total of 92 to 9. That was 2018 and 2019. But let's not even talk about the wins. We'll go back to the losses. 2016, a 33 to 30 loss uh, down in Greenville. And the 2016 loss was Ben Finley's first ever year being a starting quarterback. Okay, I want to I want you to keep that in mind, but I want you to keep the the mind keep in mind a a certain word or verbiage that you hear here, and and tell me if this makes sense to you because I'm just I'm just parsing out what I see here. 2013, the second time that uh, or the first time that Doran had lost to um, ECU. I was there for that game. It was in Raleigh. That was Doran's first ever year being a head coach in the ACC or for NC State, rather. Okay. 2010 is quite literally the only one of the last five losses that, or of the last uh, four losses that NC State has taken in which they were not replacing either a head coach or a, a quarterback at that time. So that was the only one where there wasn't either one of those things happening. And then 2006, it was Daniel Evans first season as a starter. If you know who Daniel's Evan, if you know who Daniel Evans is, shout out to you. You are a real Wolfpack diehard for real, for real. And then you go back to 1999, a year where most of the players on these teams were not born. Like, let's just be real here. 
most of the play, a vast majority, I'd I venture to guess upwards of 85 to 90% weren't even born. But I guess you could say two of the two of the five or two of the, yes, two of the five wins uh, that, that they had came when it wasn't a situation of a coach and or quarterback being replaced. So the reality is this is not exactly that. This is not exactly. And again, this is not about saying, well, you know, I, I want to provide every excuse I can for why NC State. No, ECU won those games. Yes, absolutely. But let's also account for the fact that which of these teams would you say on paper realistically has a chance of beating this year's team? 99, I, I would highly think not. 2006, stop it, get some help. 2010, maybe. The 2010 team on paper, yeah, they, they'd have a shot. 2013, I was there for that game. I mean, I was there for that team. I tore my Achilles and I was sidelined that year. We went blow for blow with Richmond that year. 2016, Ben Finley's first ever year starting. I mean, Ryan Finley's first ever year starting. Eh, I don't think they could compete either. So there's, there's some relevance there. And then if you're going back 15 games, this is not a yearly series. So when you're going back 15 games in this series, you're going back to darn near the 80. Actually, no, you're going into the 80s. Yeah, you're absolutely going into the 80s. What relevance does the time of, of really big hair and uh, other substances that have ravaged communities in ways we cannot possibly think of that are now not so mainstream, what can we bring from that relevant of time or from that piece of time to say this is relevant to today? What can we bring from that? Stop it. Knock it off. And listen, I'm all for fans having confidence in their teams. I'm all for ECU fans puffing their chest up and saying, hey, we've we've competed. We've hung in there. We've battled all that good stuff. I've got nothing against that. OK, because I have realistically. That's what the numbers are saying. And at the end of the day, we all know the same. Nobody cares about the labor pains. Just show me the baby. Right. And so nobody cares about the context. But I felt the need to add the context because it was getting a little absurd. And and also for the people saying, well, Virginia Tech upset OD, I mean, ODU upset Virginia Tech, and that's good for ECU and their chance. Do y'all not understand? I just posited to you that all a, a majority of the games, a majority of the games of the last five that ECU has won, NC State was have either trotting out a first-time starter at quarterback or a first-time head coach um, in the program or first-time coaching the program that year when they lost. Virginia Tech had both, new quarterback and new head coach. Again, there is something to be said about continuity at those two spots. There is something to be said about how drastically different. If there is a world where um, Devin Leary plays the way that Wells did from Virginia Tech, who I hope we're not living in that simulation. I hope we're not because that is uh, mm, what an awful time. What an awful, awful time that would be. But the reality is, again, you're, if you're saying, well, the last 15 matchups, you're living off of things that happened in the 80s, where, again, I wasn't even born yet. Wasn't even close to being born. Heck, my big brothers and sisters weren't even close to being born yet. You understand? So the reality is, if we're looking at why this game 
will be different or or if you're nervous and concerned based on those things stop it you shouldn't be you objectively shouldn't be you shouldn't be thinking about something that happened that long ago as having major relevance to today that's 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 asinine that's craziness this is you deserve some peace. You deserve better than that. You deserve to not be thinking about that type of stuff. And I told, and if you are a watcher of Locked On ACC, or if you're not watching Locked On ACC, you definitely need to go watch it. But I said that this game was part of a three-part parlay that if three upsets or three wins went a certain way, that I would wear a pink wig on every show I do next week. So trust and believe, trust and believe, I have a lot of confidence in NC State winning this game. This this is not something that I have too much doubt about. I'm betting on NC State, and I'm going to tell you exactly how I think this thing is going to happen and why in just a second. And speaking of betting, if you're a better, go to betonline.net. It is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week games. BetOnline is your online continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check all of your um, favorite sports and events. Head to the website today to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So, folks, the next thing that I want to do is talk about why I think uh, or how I think this game will go. Y'all already know I have NC State winning this game. I've already talked about that. I've, I've spoken about that plenty of times. I've made no bones about that. NC State is going to win this football game as far as I see it. But how are they going to win the game is the question. And I think the answer is very clear. There are some talent deficiencies on that ECU roster. It doesn't mean that they're a terrible team by any means. I, I think they're a good team. I just think that NC State... Is one of the best teams in the nation. They're, they're going to show that. I believe so. And so with that being said, I think that ECU's offense, they hang around and they hold tight. I think they do enough to keep the game tight early, but they start to wane later in the second half because the big guys just get to lean in on them and they, they can't they can't seem to, to uh, do anything offensively later on in the game as the schemes kind of get figured out as the things that you see the things that they want to do to you and all that. I think at that point in time, it'll be a bad time for ECU. So I have, uh, I've got this game being again, Ehlers is a good quarterback, right? This is not a guy that I'm like, Hey, he's a joke. This isn't a, a, a team that you should be taking serious at all. That is not the case, not the case at all. But with that being said, like I've already talked about this team, Again, I, I just don't think that they have the guys in, in the trenches to make this a, a competitive game all the way through. I just don't, okay? And if if somebody, if they can prove to me the contrary today, if they can prove the contrary to me today, then listen, I am not going to be above getting on this show and saying I was wrong. I've done it before, have I not? I have gotten on this show before and said, hey, I was wrong. Things were not as I thought they were, they were going to be. And again, Holton Aylers is, a very, very experienced gunslinger. He's done this thing for a while. He can, he's definitely more of a pocket passer than a guy who's going to do things with his legs. Uh, but the reality is, I think that he's going to make some mistakes that are going to cost that team in pivotal moments. And the reality is that 
I think will be the difference. I think just a, a few moments where Holton Aylers makes some mistakes uh, later in the game, as well as NC State's ability to get home, uh, that'll be the difference ultimately. And on top of that, I really it's it's tough for me to say, hey, their running game is that that you're you're not going to see any movement or anything going there because the reality is uh, NC State's running game isn't all that prolific either. But again, when you're talking about where you would want to start your season and all that good stuff. If you're looking at this NC State offensive line and saying, where would they be able to get some movement? Who is a team that they'd be able to get some movement against? You would think ECU would fall up in that category. And so, like I said, the, the game, I believe it starts off with both teams scoring a little bit. But as the, the time wanes on and as um, NC State gets a, a starts to basically just wear them down and lean on them more and more and more, next thing you know, you're going to look up and you're going to be saying, oh, man, this thing is over. This thing is over already, and it's it's looking real hard for, for ECU to uh, do anything to come back. Because, again, this ain't 1986 or 87 or 99 or wherever went before, again, most of these guys were born. Like, that's just the reality. Um, with that being said, the only way that NC State loses this game is if they come out, take this team lightly, and one of the big things that we saw last year in a game that um, that we shouldn't have lost, but the Mississippi State game, special teams. They have an electric, dynamic returner over there. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot go to sleep on their return, man, and just say, well, you know, it's, we're going to be okay. There's there's no way for us to, uh, there's no way for us to to lose this game. Stop it. Keith Mitchell is an absolute playmaker and game breaker. If this, if the special teams goes to sleep, if these guys say, oh, we've got it in the bag, we don't need to worry about it, and then we let Mitchell get loose, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long day. It's going to extend the game. It's going to keep it closer uh, than it should be for much longer than it should be. So I think that the keys for this game in terms of what they need to do, and um, by the way, I know I didn't give y'all Ken's keys, but here they are. Y'all not getting the full three and three. I apologize. But if I'm going Ken's keys for the game, uh, number one is establish the run, of course. That has to happen. Um, if this team rushes for – if this NC State team rush, rushes for 150 yards plus, this game is – put it to bed. Put it to bed. Like, that's that's the reality. Um, if they can rush for that many yards, that means, again – the backs are not only finding and hitting holes and breaking tackles, but that also means that the offensive line is just making massive holes, making gaps that it's, I could run through them. Okay. And I, I, I've never been a ball carrier. So, you know, that's, that's a very important aspect there. The second part is uh four sailors into some mistakes. Um, so generate at least one turnover. Um, that's, that has to happen. That has to happen here. Um, if you let teams hang around, if you let teams hang around, that's when they get confidence. That's when they start to really feel like they can play with you as opposed to getting them down early, putting your foot on their neck. And, um, the, the third thing would definitely be, um, Devin Leary has to play up to who he is, right? You got, he's got to start this thing off. He's got to, to me, he's got to have 300 plus, uh, total yards if, if they're going to win this thing. The offensive goals, one of those two has to happen. They're not going to rush for 100 yards and, and Devin Leary only has 200 yards and they win this game, uh, barring injury or something like that, which, you know, knock on wood, we're hoping nothing along those lines happens. 
But those are my three keys to the game. And uh, I guess you could add in the fourth of uh, stopping Mitchell on the return. So no, no explosive plays allowed in the return game. And I guess those would be the four keys that I have um, for this game. That's that's it. And again, I'm coming to y'all with a show immediately after the game to tell you what happened, how it happened and all that good stuff. But long story short, I've got NC State winning this game 42 to 24. Um, let's see how this thing turns out. And, you know, I'm just I, that's what I'm seeing. Again, I think that this ECU team is not a bad team, but I think NC State is just a lot better. All right. So we'll be back to wrap this thing up in just a second. Alrighty, so we're about to land this thing. But long story short, I hope that I made it clear today why you shouldn't be taking in or accounting for games from 1999 and, and further back and all that good stuff. And even if you are talking about the games uh, that we have seen in recent history, again, is there a new coach being tried out by NC State? Is there a new quarterback being tried out by NC State? Then I think that they're going to be just fine. I think this team is just going to be just fine. I think that they're going to do what needs to be done and that this game, while ECU will make it competitive and and tough for a good chunk of it, it it won't be competitive all the way through. It won't be a nail biter. And and I don't think um, that ECU wins this game. So we'll see. We'll definitely be seeing how this thing plays out. Um, Stick around as I'm coming to y'all in just a few with a postgame episode. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. Our Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 